Matthew Henry's Commentary on the Whole Bible Numbers 28 Now that the people were numbered, orders given for the dividing of the land, and a general of the forces nominated and commissioned, one would have expected that the next chapter should begin the history of the campaign, or at least should give us an account of the ordinances of war. No, it contains the ordinances of worship, and provides that now, as they were on the point of entering Canaan, they should be sure to take their religion along with them, and not forget this, in the prosecution of their wars, Verus 1 and 2. The laws are here repeated and summed up concerning the sacrifices that were to be offered, 1. Daily, verses 3 to 8. 2. Weekly, verse 9 and 10. 3. Monthly, verses 11 to 15. 4. Yearly. 1. At the Passover, verses 16 to 25. 2. At Pentecost, verses 26 to 31. And the next chapter is concerning the annual solemnities of the seventh month. Laws concerning sacrifices, 1452 BC. 1 And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, 2 Command the children of Israel, and say unto them, My offering, and my bread for my sacrifices made by fire, for a sweet savour unto me, shall ye observe to offer unto me in their due season. 3 And thou shalt say unto them, This is the offering made by fire which ye shall offer unto the Lord, two lambs of the first year without spot day by day, for a continual burnt offering. For the one lamb shalt thou offer in the morning, morning, and the other lamb shalt thou offer at even, five, and a tenth part of an ephah of flour for a meat offering, mingled with the fourth part of an hin of beaten oil. 6. It is a continual burnt offering, which was ordained in Mount Sinai for a sweet savour, a sacrifice made by fire unto the Lord. 7. And the drink offering thereof shall be the fourth part of an hin for the one lamb, in the holy place shalt thou cause the strong wine to be poured unto the Lord for a drink offering. 8. And the other lamb shalt thou offer at even, as the meat offering of the morning, and as the drink offering thereof, thou shalt offer it, a sacrifice made by fire, of a sweet savour unto the Lord. Here is, 1. A general order given concerning the offerings of the Lord, which were to be brought in their season, verse 2. These laws are here given afresh, not because the observance of them was wholly disused during their thirty-eight years wandering in the wilderness, we cannot think that they were so long without any public worship, but that at least the daily lamb was offered morning and evening, and doubled on the Sabbath day, so Bishop Patrick conjectures, but that many of the sacrifices were then omitted is plainly intimated. Amos 5 verse 25, quoted by Stephen, Acts 7 verse 42. Did you offer unto me sacrifices and offerings in the wilderness forty years, O house of Israel? It is implied, no, you did not. But, whether the course of sacrifices had been interrupted or no, God saw fit now to repeat the law of sacrifices, one. Because this was a new generation of men, that were most of them unborn when the former laws were given, therefore, that they might be left without excuse, they have not only these laws written to be read to them, but again repeated from God Himself, and put into a less compass and a plainer method. 2. Because they were now entering upon war, and might be tempted to think that while they were engaged in that they should be excused from offering sacrifices. Inter arma silent legis law is little regarded amidst the clash of arms. No, says God, my bread for my sacrifices even now shall you observe to offer, and that in the due season. They were peculiarly concerned to keep their peace with God when they were at war with their enemies. 
In the wilderness they were solitary, and quite separate from all other people, and therefore there they needed not so much their distinguishing badges, nor would their omission of sacrifices be so scandalous as when they came into Canaan, when they mingled with other people. 3. Because possession was now to be given them of the land of promise, that land flowing with milk and honey, where they would have plenty of all good things. Now, says God, when you are feasting yourselves, forget not to offer the bread of your God. Canaan was given to them upon this condition, that they should observe God's statutes, Psalm 105 verses 44 and 45. 2. The particular law of the daily sacrifice, a lamb in the morning and a lamb in the evening, which, for the constancy of it as duly as the day came, is called a continual burnt offering, verse 3, which intimates that when we are bidden to pray always, and to pray without ceasing, it is intended that at least every morning and every evening we offer up our solemn prayers and praises to God. This is said to be ordained in Mount Sinai, verse 6, when the other laws were given. The institution of it we have, Exodus 29 verse 38. Nothing is here added in the repetition of the law, but that the wine to be poured out in the drink offering is ordered to be strong wine, verse 7, the riches and most generous and best-bodied wine they could get. Though it was to be poured out upon the altar, and not drunk, they therefore might be ready to think the worst would serve to be so thrown away, yet God requires the strongest, to teach us to serve God with the best we have. The wine must be strong, says Ainsworth, because it was a figure of the blood of Christ, the memorial of which is still left to the church in wine, and of the blood of the martyrs, which was poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrifice and service of our faith. Philippians 2 verse 17. 9 And on the Sabbath day two lambs of the first year without spot, and two tenth deals of flour for a meat offering, mingled with oil, and the drink offering thereof, ten this is the burnt offering of every Sabbath, beside the continual burnt offering and his drink offering. 11 And in the beginnings of your months ye shall offer a burnt offering unto the Lord, two young bullocks, and one ram, seven lambs of the first year without spot, twelve and three-tenth deals of flour for a meat offering, mingled with oil, for one bullock, and two-tenth deals of flour for a meat offering, mingled with oil, for one ram, thirteen and a several-tenth deal of flour mingled with oil for a meat offering unto one lamb, for a burnt offering of a sweet savor, a sacrifice made by fire unto the Lord. 14 And their drink offerings shall be half an hin of wine unto a bullock, and the third part of an hin unto a ram, and a fourth part of an hin unto a lamb. This is the burnt offering of every month throughout the months of the year. 15 And one kid of the goats for a sin offering unto the Lord shall be offered, beside the continual burnt offering and his drink offering. The new moons and the Sabbaths are often spoken of together, as great solemnities in the Jewish church, very comfortable to the saints then, and typical of gospel grace. Now we have here the sacrifices appointed, 1. For the Sabbaths. Every Sabbath day the offering must be doubled. Besides the two lambs offered for the daily burnt offering, there must be two more offered, one, it is probable, added to the morning sacrifice, and the other to the evening, verses 9 and 10. This teaches us to double our devotions on Sabbath days, for so the duty of the day requires. The Sabbath rest is to be observed, in order to a more close application to the Sabbath work, which ought to fill up Sabbath time. In Ezekiel's temple service, which points at gospel times, the Sabbath offerings were to be six lambs and a ram, with their meat offerings, and drink offerings, Ezekiel 46 verses 4 and 5, to intimate not only the continuance, but the advancement, of Sabbath sanctification in the days of the Messiah.
This is the burnt offering of the Sabbath in his Sabbath, so it is in the original, verse 10. We must do every Sabbath day's work in its day, studying to redeem every minute of Sabbath time as those that believe it precious, and not thinking to put off one Sabbath's work to another for sufficient to every Sabbath is the service thereof. 2. For the new moons. Some suggest that, as the Sabbath was kept with an eye to the creation of the world, so the new moons were sanctified with an eye to the divine providence, which appoints the moon for seasons, guiding the revolutions of time by its changes and governing sublunary bodies, as many think, by its influences. Though we observe not any feast of new moons, yet we must not forget to give God the glory of all the precious things put forth by the moon which he has established forever, a faithful witness in heaven, Psalm 89 verse 37. The offerings in the new moons were very considerable, two bullocks, a ram and seven lambs, with the meat offerings and drink offerings that were to attend them, verse 11, etc., besides a sin offering, verse 15. For, when we give glory to God by, by confessing his mercies, we must give glory to him likewise by confessing our own sins, and, when we rejoice in the gifts of common providence, we must make the sacrifice of Christ, that great gift of special grace, the fountain and springhead of our joy. Some have questioned whether the new moons were to be reckoned among their feasts, but why should they not, when besides the special sacrifices which were then to be offered, they rested from servile works, Amos 8 verse 5, blew the trumpets, chapter 10 verse 10, and went to the prophets to hear the word. 2 Kings 4 verse 23. And the worship performed in the new moons is made typical of gospel solemnities, Isaiah 66 verse 23. 16 And in the fourteenth day of the first month is the Passover of the Lord. 17 And in the fifteenth day of this month is the feast, seven days shall unleavened bread be eaten. 18 And the first day shall be in holy convocation, ye shall do no manner of servile work therein. 19 But ye shall offer a sacrifice made by fire for a burnt offering unto the Lord, two young bullocks, and one ram, and seven lambs of the first year, they shall be unto you without blemish. 20 And their meat offering shall be of flour mingled with oil, three-tenth deals shall ye offer for a bullock, and two-tenth deals for a ram, 21 A several-tenth deal shalt thou offer for every lamb. Throughout the seven lambs, twenty-two and one goat for a sin offering, to make an atonement for you. 23 Ye shall offer these beside the burnt offering in the morning, which is for a continual burnt offering. 24 After this manner ye shall offer daily, throughout the seven days, the meat of the sacrifice made by fire, of a sweet savour unto the Lord, it shall be offered beside the continual burnt offering and his drink offering. 25 And on the seventh day ye shall have an holy convocation, ye shall do no servile work. 26 Also in the day of the firstfruits, when ye bring a new meat offering unto the Lord, after your weeks be out, ye shall have an holy convocation, ye shall do no servile work. 27 But ye shall offer the burnt offering for a sweet savour unto the Lord two young bullocks, one ram, seven lambs of the first year, twenty-eight, and their meat offering of flour mingled with oil, three-tenth deals unto one bullock, two-tenth deals unto one ram, twenty-nine, a several-tenth deal unto one lamb, throughout the seven lambs, thirty and one kid of the goats, to make an atonement for you. Thirty-one ye shall offer them beside the continual burnt offering, and his meat offering, they shall be unto you without blemish, and their drink offerings. Here is, one. The appointment of the Passover sacrifices, not that which was the chief, the paschal lamb, sufficient instructions had formerly been given concerning that, but those which were to be offered upon the seven days of unleavened bread, which followed it, 
verses 17 to 25. The first and last of those seven days were to be sanctified as Sabbaths, by a holy rest, and a holy convocation, and on each of the seven days they were to be liberal in their sacrifices, in token of their great and constant thankfulness for their deliverance out of Egypt, two bullocks, a ram, and seven lambs. A gospel conversation, in gratitude for Christ our Passover who was sacrificed, is called the keeping of this feast, 1 Corinthians 5 verse 8, for it is not enough that we purge out the leavened bread of malice and wickedness, but we must offer the bread of our God, even the sacrifice of praise, continually, and continue herein unto the end. 2. The sacrifices are likewise appointed which were to be offered at the Feast of Pentecost, here called the Day of the First Fruits, verse 26. In the Feast of Unleavened Bread they offered a sheaf of their first fruits of barley, which with them was first ripe, to the priest, Leviticus 23 verse 10, as an introduction to the harvest, but now, about seven weeks after, they were to bring a new meat offering to the Lord, at the end of harvest, in thankfulness to God, who had not only given, but preserved to their use, the kindly fruits of the earth, so as that in due time they did enjoy them. It was at this feast that the Spirit was poured out, Acts 2 verse 1, etc., and thousands were converted by the preaching of the apostles, and were presented to Christ, to be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. The sacrifice that was to be offered with the loaves of the first fruits was appointed, Leviticus 23 verse 18. But over and above, besides that and besides the daily offerings, they were to offer two bullocks, one ram, and seven lambs, with a kid for a sin, off sin offering, verses 27 to 30. When God sows plentifully upon us he expects to reap accordingly from us. Bishop Patrick observes that no peace offerings are appointed in this chapter, which were chiefly for the benefit of the offerers, and therefore in them they were left more to themselves, but burnt offerings were purely for the honor of God, were confessions of his dominion, and typified evangelical piety and devotion, by which the soul is wholly offered up to God in the flames of holy love, and sin offerings were typical of Christ's sacrifice of himself, by which we in our services are perfected and sanctified.